Welcome to Reading to Kids podcast. I'm your host, Jenna. And I'm your host, Peyton. And we're here to read to you or with you. We know that sometimes moms and dads don't always have the time or the motivation to read to their kids each night, and we know how important it is. So, on those nights that you're not in the mood, we're going to do it for you. Can't wait to read with you. Good job, Peyton. High five. Okay, ready for the next one? Okay. Okay, this is our Roll Doll series, and this is Charlie and the Chocolate Factory, and we are on Chapter 6. The very next day, the first golden ticket was found. The finder was a boy called Augustus Gloop, and Mr. Bucket, Mr. Bucket's evening newspaper carried a large picture of him on the front page. The picture showed a nine-year-old boy who was so enormously fat he looked as though he had been blown up with a powerful pump. Great flabby folds of fat bulged out from every part of his body and his face was like a monstrous ball of dough with two small, greedy, currenty eyes peering out upon the world. The town in which Augustus Gloop lived, the newspaper said he had gone wild with excitement over their heroes. Flags were flying from all the windows. Children had been given a holiday from school, and a parade was being organized in honor of our famous youth. I just knew Augustus would find the golden ticket, his mother had told the newspaperman. He eats so many bars of chocolate that he, it was almost impossible for him not to find one. Eating is his hobby, you know. That's all he's interested in. But still, that's better than being a hooligan and shooting off and zip guns and things like that in spare time, isn't it? And what I always say is that he wasn't going, he wouldn't go on eating like he does unless he needed nourishment. Now, would he? It's all vitamins anyways. What a thrill it would be for him to visit Mr. Wonka's marvelous factory. We're just as proud as anything. What the revolting, what a revolting woman, cried Grandpa Grandma Josephine. And what a repulsive boy, said Grandpa, Grandma Georgina. Only four golden tickets left, said Grandpa George. I wonder who will get those. And now the whole country, indeed, the whole world seemed to suddenly be caught up in the mad chocolate-buying spree. Everyone searching frantically for those precious remaining tickets. Fully grown women were, were seen going into suites and buying ten Wonka bars at a time. And then tearing off the wrappers on the spot and peering eagerly underneath for a glint of golden paper. Children were taking hammers and smashing their piggy banks and rugging out to shops with handfuls of money. In one city, a famous gangster robbed a bank for thousands of pounds and spent the whole lot in Wonka bars that same afternoon. And when the police entered him to arrest him, they found him sitting on a floor amidst mountains of chocolate, ripping off the wrappers with the blade of a long dagger in front in far off Russia. A woman called Charlotte Russie came to have found the second ticket, but it turned out to be a clever fake. The famous English scientist, Professor Foulbody, invented this machine, which could tell you at once without opening the paper if a bar of chocolate, whether or not, was had a golden ticket underneath it. The machine had a mechanical arm that shot out with tremendous force and grabbed a hold of anything that had the slightest bit of gold inside of it. And for a moment, it looked like the answer to everything. But, unfortunately, while the professor was showing off his machine to the public, 
sweet container of large department store, the mechanical arm shot out and made a grab for a gold filling in the back of someone's tooth of a duchess standing nearby. There was an ugly scene, and the machine was smashed by the crowd. Suddenly, on the day before Charlie Bucket's golden Bucket's birthday, the newspaper announced that the second the second golden ticket had been found. The lucky person was a small girl called Veruca Salt, who lived with her rich parents in a city far away. Once again, Mr. Bucket's evening newspaper carried a big picture of the finder. She was sitting between her beaming father and mother in the living room of their house, waving the golden ticket above her head and grinning from ear to ear. Veruca's father, Mr. Salt, had eagerly explained to the newspaperman exactly how the ticket was found. You see, boys, he had, he had said, as soon as my little girl told me that she simply had to have one of those golden tickets, I went out into town and started buying up all the Wonka bars I could lay my hands on. Thousands of them. I must have bought hundreds of thousands. Then I had them loaded onto trucks and sent directly to my factory. I'm in the peanut business, you see, and I've got about a hundred women workers for hundred women working for me over at my place shelling peanuts and roasting and salting, and that's what they do all day long. These women they sit shelling peanuts, so I said to them, Okay, girls, from now on, you stop shelling peanuts and instead of shelling and start shelling wrappers off of these chocolate bars instead. And they did. I had every worker in the place yanking paper off those bars of chocolate full speed ahead from morning till night. But three days went by with no luck. Oh, it was terrible. My little Veruca got more and more upset each day. And every time I went home, she would scream, where is my golden ticket? I want my golden ticket. And she would lie on the floor for hours, kicking and yelling in the most disturbing way. Well, I just hated to see my little girl feeling unhappy like that, so I vowed that I would keep searching until I got her what she wanted. And then suddenly, on the evening of a fourth day, one of the women workers yelled, I've got it! I've got the golden ticket! And she and I said, Give it to me quick! And she did. And I rushed home and I gave it to my darling Veronica, or my darling Veruca, and now she's all smiles and we have a happy home once again. That's even worse than the fat boy, said Grandma Josephine. She really needs a good spanking, said Grandma jo- Georgina. I don't think that girl's father played quite fair, Grandpa, do you? Charlie m- murmured. He spoils her, said Grandpa Joe. And no good can ever come from spoiling a child like that, Charlie. You mark my words. Come to bed, my darling, said Charlie's mother. Tomorrow's your birthday. Don't forget that. So I'll expect that you'll be up early to open your present. A Wonka chocolate bar, cried Charlie. It's a Wonka bar, isn't it? Yes, my love, said his mother. Of course it is. Oh, wouldn't it be wonderful if I found the third golden ticket inside, said Charlie. Bring it in here when you get it, said Grandpa Joe. Then we can all watch you take off the wrapper. Aw. Poor Charlie. Charlie.